0: talk about the the teaching on the blessing or blessedness that there is in Jesus Christ where he speaks well of us now I want to read Ephesians 1 verse 3 Ephesians 1 verse 3 it says blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places let us read it again and I want you to take in what is said here It says, blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see the first word blessed there. And then it it goes on It says again, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And then the word blessed there uh, that I've highlighted is the the Greek word 2127, which means adorable. And then adorable, according to Webster's, means in a popular use is worthy of utmost love and respect worthy of utmost love and respect so when we look at this passage we see that the apostle Paul comes and when he writes he writes from this perspective where he says blessed be the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ many times when we read it we read it as in starting off with Ephesians and we say oh blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us and and we just quickly read it but that is not what the 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 whole spirit behind it is Uh, some commentators say that this talks about an outburst of joy where the Apostle Paul comes and he said blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ that's what it that's how it is written that was the heart behind Paul it was as if he was starting off with um, the first verse where he said grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ and when he when he wrote that he just think that the Father gives grace the Son gives grace the Father gives peace the Son gives peace oh my goodness adorable is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ you know, when you hear the gospel, you must always hear the gospel from a perspective where uh, you cannot but say, God is absolutely adorable. Our gospel must be a gospel that, that leaves God in the, in, in the, in the uh, parameter of Adorable. When you look at him, you you say, I cannot but adore him. I cannot but say that he is worthy of the utmost love and respect. Now, many times, and I think of my life, there was a time where I would think God is worthy of utmost love and respect because he is God, and since he is God, we have to adore him. We have to uh, love him. We have to respect him. You know, God doesn't have to demand respect, you know, from you. Uh, who He is fuels respect in our hearts. It fuels love in our hearts. And you know, whenever you read any topic in the Bible, even if it is, uh, on finances, even if it is on sin, even if it is on disobedience, whatever it is, when we read that, it must leave us with a concept of adorable is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, if somebody is good, that good that is inside him will show in every area of his life. There will not be some areas that's bad and some areas that's not, um, that is good. If God is good, you can see the fingerprint of good and love all over who he is and whatever pertains to him and this is what the apostle Paul comes and he says he says he's basically saying I've just spoken to the father I've just spoken to the son and it, he has inspired me to write you this letter and from him he says grace to you grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ just a quick recap that word grace there when the Bible says, and Noah found grace in the sight of God what it says is that God, Noah looked into the eyes of God and saw grace that's what he did that word grace there comes from a root word which means to want to put up camp or pitch a tent with someone so what Noah was saying is you know when I look into the eyes of God I don't see a lawmaker, a punisher Uh, someone who is sin conscious, I see someone that wants to come and live with me. And that is what the scripture says, to find grace in the eyes of God, where you see somebody that wants to abode with you, that loves you the way you are, that cares for you. Uh, And this is what the Apostle Paul comes and does. He says in uh, verse 2, Ephesians 1 verse 2, he says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. And then the next verse, an outburst of joy Because grace, I want to live with them. I want to be with them. I want to surround them. Uh, 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 I want to pitch my tent with them. That's what I want to do. And that's what Paul says. So whenever we hear the gospel, it must always be from the perspective of God is adorable above all things. And that adorableness, if you want to call it like that, or that respect, should not be something that is born from uh, a command in the Bible it must be something that is a fruit in your life on account of the respect that God brings forth in our hearts in how he honors and loves man now the second part of that passage or the second word there just I'm just reading the passage I'm not going to have this on the slide I'm just going to have the Greek definition but The slide, uh, the first slide said, blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. Now that second word, who has blessed us, is what we're going to look at right now. It means the following. It means to praise, to celebrate with praises, to invoke blessing, to cause to prosper, to make happy, to bestow blessings on. Okay, so, what that passage says, it says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, or, Adorable or worthy of our praises is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has praised and celebrated us with praises. <laughs> Isn't that absolutely powerful? It says here, Blessed be the God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Praiseworthy is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Worthy of all love and adoration is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has praised and celebrated us and invoked blessings upon us and caused us to prosper and to to make us happy and bestowed blessings upon us. That is what the Apostle Paul wrote. He said, let's praise the God who has praised man Now so many times we think oh no you know you cannot say that God would praise man now, I don't think that God would worship man as in worshiping a God but I do believe that God would praise man and uh, let me explain that you know we that are earthly fathers and that are evil in our own ability meaning that we don't have the ability to buy our own works, produce eternal life or eternal security for our children, we know how to give good gifts to our children. How much more will our Heavenly Father not give us, um, give us all things freely in Jesus Christ, or give us the Holy Spirit, or give us eternal life? Now, if we that our earthly parents know how to be good to our children, how much more will God not be good to us? Now I say that, um, and then I want to use this example and then bring it back to God praising us. You know, it's amazing when you go to a school, especially primary school, and you see the kids in the first grade running their first 60 meter dash. You will see the parents standing there, Um, at the finishing line and the kids will be on the other side and those kids, you know, when, they, uh, th- when the shot goes off and they must run you'll find one kid run this way, the other one <laughs> runs that way some of them are just running straight ahead and giving their best and some of them are slow and when they get to the other side you will see the parent grab that child, hug that child, embrace that child in such a powerful way because he doesn't want that child to experience rejection He doesn't want that child to have his identity in if he lost the the race. And you will hear that mother or that father praise that child. He will say to that child, you are the best, you did so well, I'm so proud of you. And he would praise that child. Why do we as parents do such a thing? Because we know that our children cannot survive in this world without our praises if we cannot speak well of them it will not empower them in this life if we cannot speak well of them it will not give them that yes um, I can do it I can push through it will not give that to them if we don't praise them we know that the whole world is 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 against us you know the whole world in a great sense is negative there's crime there's traffic there's sickness and disease it's it's you know when you need to do something you need to study hard to get somewhere in life you need to work hard to make a rand or a dollar Uh, it's it's hard work out in this world and um, you will find that the world will not easily praise you that's why parents will praise their kids because that praise brings strength now, the Apostle Paul comes and he says, uh, Adorable is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, or a blessed be, well spoken of, is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has praised us or who has spoken well of us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places now um, you know it says there blessed be the god and the father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings now that word where it says spiritual blessings i just want to bring the definition on the screen and read it to you all spiritual blessings in christ jesus that spiritual blessings that word blessings means fine speaking that is elegance of language, commendation, that is reverently adoration. Isn't that powerful? Just look at that again. It says, um, from the same root, or the same word as 2127, fine speaking, That elegance of language, commendation, that is reverently adoration. Isn't that absolutely powerful? What the scripture says it says adorable is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has adored us, who has spoken well of us, who has praised us, who has invoked prosperity on us, who has been good to us and he says he has spoken well of us, the finest most eloquent commendation and adoration that can be found in the heavens (laughs) isn't that absolutely good news that is who God is and he hasn't changed you know so many times we think you know that Jesus was friendly when he walked on the earth but when he returns that is when we must be scared let me tell you something Jesus didn't go to heaven to have a personality change He went to heaven and the very same Jesus that said to Thomas when he was doubting put your hand in my side the very same Jesus when he appeared to the disciples which all deserted him and he appeared he showed his hands and he showed his side and he said peace unto you the very same Jesus that greets us with peace the very same Jesus that appeared to the apostles Uh, after they denied Him and greeted them with peace, that very same Jesus, I'm going to tell you, He's the one that is returning. And as He returns, He will greet us with those same words. He is a loving, blessed God and in His return He will manifest everything He has promised promised us in Jesus and grant eternal life and immortality to those who believe. Unfortunately those that don't believe will enter eternal destruction not because God murders people but on account of their unbelief No person can have eternal life by his own works only by belief in Jesus Christ like in the flood of Noah God was warning those people uh, night and day for 120 years and the Bible says that the Spirit of God will not strive with man always meaning the Spirit was striving and in the Hebrew there it means pleading the case the Spirit was pleading the case for hundreds of years with the people that they will not be destroyed by the flood so and what that means is you know these people they were walked in unbelief and when they walked in unbelief in God they tried to uphold the universe and keep everything in balance by their own ability and God saw that it will not be able, they will not be able to do it so he was warning them and saying to them you've brought an imbalance in the earth the firmament that is above, the waters that are beneath are not in balance anymore, and this earth is starting to be battered, the Hebrew says there. And the waters are gonna, the deeps gonna break open, the heavens are gonna pour out water, and you are all gonna die. And he came and preached through Noah for 120 years to those people, wanting to save them. And in the end they did not believe, and they all perished. On account of their unbelief and in the effect it brings. It's not God murdering people. God is not a murderer. You know, God doesn't imagine God can just go and kill people if they don't want to do what He says and then we say, well, since God is our Father and we are in His image and in His likeness who are we not to do the same as our Father? If somebody doesn't want to listen to us we just execute the judgment of God on them. You now we cannot live like that. God is the only good God. Now the last five minutes, Um, the Bible says all spiritual blessings mean all eloquent, well-speaking that can be found in the heavens. That's how God speaks about us. Now, Jesus is the word of God. Jesus is God's eloquent speech about you. So if you look at Jesus, you see what God is saying about you. Now I want to explain how a man in the Godhead says something about you. You know, I used to have a very big uh, burbul dog. And that dog, when that dog uh, would lie and sleep in front of the gate there, that dog would speak a universal language. That dog would say, pain, uh, injury, hospital, I'm on guard. Don't enter. Don't steal here. You know, that dog just, even while he sleeps, his presence says something. His presence warns. His presence says something. He's got a message. There's a message that that dog... Uh, brings forth. In the very same way, you know, if we look at the the New South Africa, when Nelson Mandela became president of South Africa, it gave a message to the whole world. When Barack Obama, which which was the first black president, became president in America, it gave a message to the world. There's a message in that man, which is beautiful and which is good. In the very same way as what Barack has got a voice in who he is, as what Nelson Mandela has a voice in who he is, as what a dog would have a voice where he's sleeping, in the very same way a man in the Trinity has got a voice about humanity. So what God thinks about Jesus is what God thinks about you. And God glorified Jesus, gave him eternal life, a seat in the Godhead, um, uh, uh, freedom from sin, immortality in human form, in glorified human form. The Bible says, in Jesus dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So whatever God would say about Jesus is what God says about you. Jesus is the voice of Uh, the the voice of God about humanity, it talks about forgiveness, innocence, acceptance, your sins has been taken away, you are loved by him, that is the voice. Now when you hear that word and that word produces faith in you that you can believe that that is the truth, then you are born of the word and you are born again. So I want to say to you that... And I want to read uh, this passage again. I want you to to hear it from the perspective in which I've explained it now. It says, Blessed be the God and the Father. Adorable is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has adored and praised us with all spiritual uh, blessings or the highest, most eloquent speech of commendation that can be found in the heavens glory to God and it says if you read the next verse there it says just as he has chosen us before in Christ Jesus so in other words these well speaking is on account of God choosing uh, to make us holy by his doing so I want to say to you whenever you look at God whenever you look at Jesus Know that He only speaks well of you. Glory to God. Isn't that absolutely awesome? I would just like to pray for you in the last minute of this program and just uh, declare the blessing of God over your life. Father, I want to thank you that I can just stretch forth my hands to everybody that's watching on this screen right now. And I declare to them and and I want to invite you to stretch forth your hands and just receive this blessing I declare to you that you are holy, that you are righteous, that you are blessed in the blood of Jesus that God is not sin conscious but that He's a loving God that cares for you in Jesus mighty name I declare your sins are forgiven you and your life is made brand new in Jesus Amen Amen I want to thank you so much for watching And I would like you to contact us um, you know via our whatsapp number as well as via our website if you want to just send us a message if this program blessed you send it to our whatsapp number there we can sms to that number as well we would love to hear from you please go to our website and make use of all our material that's available there for free I've got more than a thousand messages for free on that website thank you so much for watching and know that you are deeply loved by God Amen.